0: So not a great one to start the podcast off on uh, this week. Um, A bit of bad news uh, about Obi Nadefo, who plays uh, Racknell uh, in this episode of Stargate Mm. SG-1. I'm just going to read here some excerpts from uh, a GoFundMe page set up for him. On the evening of August 17th on Beverly Hills Boulevard, Los Angeles, after teaching his Saturday evening yoga class, which he taught for special needs children, Obi's body was hit directly from behind by a swerving (laughs) DUI driver moving at over 40 miles per hour which is about 65 kilometres an hour for us. Mm. One leg was severed upon impact. The other was shattered, rapidly losing blood, and had to be removed as well in order to save his life. So both his legs had to be amputated from just above the knee. Mm. Uh, The hit-and-run driver was subsequently found by LAPD the following day and arrested for DUI. The incredible emergency crew and surgeons were continually amazed by Obi's lucidity throughout the event from 45 seconds after the moment of impact through the following two major surgeries. Obi pulled from deep within his soul to not only stay alive, but opted for early exercise of his upper body, which was miraculously untouched, his pelvis, spine and head all barely with a scratch. The surgeon team has identified Obi as an excellent candidate for a new mode of prosthetic legs, which will be integral for Obi's active spirit and life as a performer, rider, and movement teacher. We are pulling together to raise funds to not only keep Obi fully alive and functioning, uh, but to help him soar with his dreams of uplifting the planet through the arts and through health education. If you are able to, please donate to Obi's GoFundMe to cover costs for the new prosthetic legs, surgery and hospital costs not covered by insurance and making his home wheelchair accessible. We are seeking $200,000 to support Obi's survival and urgent medical transition to this new chapter of his life. Obi sends everyone his love from the depths of his heart and is exceedingly positive and optimistic about his determination to allow his body and soul to be vehicle for good on the planet. Blessings to all Susan Matrunga, Obi and Defo's mum. Oh. Uh, full on. And as of this recording, his funds are roughly about $158,000 of his $200,000 total. So, That's
1: cool people getting behind it.
0: If you can or if you feel, you know, inspired to by all means um jump onto his GoFundMe and um every dollar counts. what
1: is what a story though like when it's as as bad as it can be the fact that it was not just a, an accident. It's someone that was driving drunk. And then on the other side, it's not just that there was this guy that was hit. It wasn't a guy that we're a fan of, or, you know, it seems like a nice guy. He was teaching a special needs yeah. Like class. Right. Like he's doing something so amazing, so selfless, and then someone else has done something so reckless and stupid. And those things have come to like, yeah, that's
0: just a yeah. horrible story all around. But good, like you said, amazing. people getting behind it. So, really, I mean, I've seen some some of the donations. There, people just one person donating mm. like a thousand dollars. Jesus, and yeah. I'm just like that's, that's insane. insane. Mm. I
2: was watching the video of him in his recovery. He's a pretty amazing kind of guy. He said because he was standing behind his car, mm. and the guard. Was driving around the corner And oh, collects So he kind of Jammed in between the back Of his own car And the guy's car That's what happened there And he's like Look I don't wish any ill On, on the guy I hope he gets help That he needs Because it was a DUI he Working stayed out full, yeah. Yeah.
0: Stayed positive Through the whole he's, thing well,
2: Apparently when He was conscious When it happened But he's like I'm alive I'm alive I'm alive I'm alive And someone had to drag him To the side It was pretty hectic But oh, yeah. yeah. But um, great spirits yeah, Great yeah. guy
0: yeah, we'll um, we'll chuck up the uh, the link to the GoFundMe on our Facebook and um, Twitter if you want to donate.
1: Get Into Gate. This is episode 137. We are talking Stargate SG-1. The full Get Into Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, we got Maddie. Hello. Brendan. Hello. And Good day, guys. If you're listening to us for the first time, Reese is a first time watcher of Stargate SG-1. Each and every week we are watching an episode for the first time with Reese. The rest of us, we're long term fans and we are re-watching it, looking at it from a bit of a nostalgic view, comparing that with a first time watch and uh, just going through the motions. Here we are, season 7. Episode four, yep. we're up to. Going through the motions. It just dawned on me the other day, like how far, like I know we've been doing this for a couple of years. We are like, we're so far into this, like season seven we for Christ's yeah. sake. So, so deep uh, in the Orpheus. Oh my it's God, not even funny. Which we- Orpheus? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, between all four of us, we're in every Orpheus possible. Yeah. So deep. <laughs> no, no, one, one less though, for Tilk now. I. D-
0: <laughs> <laughs> ironically, though, we're so deep into SG One, but we're only about halfway through the franchise as a whole. I think. Yeah which is insane <laughs> which is scary or less than yeah. halfway just That's when scary. we start
1: thinking we're, we're getting on and oh, we're running out of episodes it's like no 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 we've got a couple of spin-offs here yeah, for you I to wasn't, keep you busy I wasn't joking when I said it would be 40 by the time we finished this <laughs> <laughs> alright let's see what this episode's about and uh, throw it over to Reese and see what he thought no longer the invincible warrior he once was Teal'c must adjust to his new limitations when he's wounded in battle through the help of Daniel Teal'c visualises that Ryak and Braytek are being held prisoner in a ghouled death camp with Yesti One's help, Teal'c sets out to rescue his son and his mentor, but can he overcome his fears in time? Written and directed, surprisingly considering it had the serious nature of this episode, by One. Peter Delaueis, yeah, boy, mm. yeah, Written
2: and directed.
1: I felt like it took a while before the credits came up. At least the writer and director credits came up, and I'm like, well, clearly this isn't a Delaueis. I'll be interested to see whether this is Martin Wood or whoever else. And no, yeah. his name all over. It's, it's a very good. serious episode. Reese, it's uh, you, you. love Tilk. I'm sure you don't like to see him down. Well, know? it was it was
3: pretty epic though to see him down. Um, I do love a good Jafar rebellion episode. Mm. Um, I mean, just starting with that shot of Tilk. Um, when he came back, and you don't realize he got shot in the pouch until yeah. there's that shot of him with just with smoke rising up from his stomach. And I'm like, holy shit, he got shot! Yeah. But um, that was epic. And then, yeah, he
2: does that to him every week. <laughs> he should be used just to now it. Now he's on Tritonin. <laughs> yeah, it's we'll just deal. see if that
3: Tritonin's uh, working. But yeah, from uh, from there, I mean, he spent most of the episode laying down, didn't he? Chris Judge, but um, no, yeah, I thought it was pretty Yeah, I pretty thought he happy. wrote it
2: for a second. Yeah,
3: well, that's what I was thinking going through it, because I'm like, oh, he usually does the Jafar Rebellion ones, that sort of thing, but um, I, th- I thought- it's too good. I, I, that's literally what I thought. It's a little bit too well written to be by Chris Judge, so makes sense. But um, no, yeah, lo- loved it.
2: You liked it. Tilk was a bitch.
3: No, nah, mate, he's- Why uh he, a bitch? he was a bitch oh, throughout the whole thing. I feel good.
2: Shut up. He's <laughs> still anymore. twice as strong as me and two good hey, knees. Shut that, up.
0: <laughs> that staff blast went through his pouch and damaged his spine. He's on Tritonin. It's like the
2: best drug ever. <laughs> and she upped the dose by like yeah, double the something. drug got double
0: the dose, yeah. What
3: about heroin?
2: Heroin's pretty good.
3: <laughs> Nowhere near Tritonin. I've
2: never had the uh, the Tritonin. Oh, you Fiction should try tritonin. it.
3: Yeah, try it. Which, you know, it's
2: apparently you just kind of put a rubber stamp on your. Hand and yeah, there's no there you know have it. That technology.
3: Thing, mm.
0: That thing kind of looks like one of those little like booger suckers you use on babies, like little turkey-based things that suck mm. out baby boogers and stuff like that. That's what that th- the little tritonin thing looked like to me. Yeah, it's very un. <laughs> the un- one tech-y. you put vinegar
2: in.
1: I'll tell you who the real hero of that opening scene was. Well probably heroes, but definitely the first was uh, General Hammond and then to a lesser extent, but only just Walter, because they're there behind like the not the blast doors, just like the yeah, glass, glass. The yeah. extremely bulletproof and blast proof glass. And when so S G one Yeah, when <laughs> it wants to be when it needs to be. S G one are running through and there's just stuff blasts coming through and then it goes back to the shot of Hammond like watching on, and all of a sudden, just, like right in front of his face, didn't mm. flinch mm. an eyelid, mm. and eye like clean targets, clean backgrounds. Yeah, cool. the
2: dumb thing was to me is like O'Neill, like they put in their IDC, and he says close quarters withdrawal. So for God's sake, put down the blast doors. What mm. are they there for? Mm. Mm. That's the whole idea of them. You're always going to have that incoming. Like, uh, they had that spear come through the glass that time.
3: Maybe it takes a little while for the screens to warm up when you turn them on, so you wouldn't be able to see. <laughs> yeah. That's the tr- only explanation.
2: <laughs> I need to see the shit.
0: That was a tritium, ah. that was a tritium spear, though. <laughs> Granted, it was only thrown, obviously, by, like, a human, yeah. but somehow I mm. managed to. This is why I say we need, we need some kind of, like, when it's an emergency
1: situation like that, we need, like, the ramp pulled back a little bit. We need some kind of oh. secret thing that only Earth staff know so that when they come through they know to jump to like the left because there's like a bike sp- pit yeah there's like a void or something yeah, so you get yeah, these yeah. you get these Jafar just running, no,
0: that is just like
3: what f- about
1: friggin
0: genius what about
3: sharks with friggin laser beams attached to oh, their heads I like
1: it I do, <coughs> we just know how hard they are to come by
3: oh absolutely
0: so, I just love the idea of temper
3: mutated sea bass
0: <laughs> I just love the idea of just the simplicity of just like pulling the ramp back and because the gate's kind of slightly higher just Jafar just walking in and just pratfalling yeah. like just straight down like Two or three meters, yeah. or That's just brilliant.
3: enough to like catch their toe and like snap their yeah. ankle.
0: Yeah, and they just yeah, just like an ankle tap through the Stargate, and yeah. then they just land flat on or their face on the ramp And we just take that'd them out. Them. Or you a know.
2: Sarlacc pit. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice from Star Wars.
0: No, because then you got to feed it. That's you know. Mm. Yeah, oh, I guess you feed Jaffar. it with Jafar. There, no. <laughs> I figure
2: every creature deserves a warm meal.
0: <laughs> so
1: I was watching this, and all I could think about was the term Daniel superpower. Because, I mean, I know we've only yeah. had two and a half, three episodes so far, but it's like, shit's going down. He's like, then, only now is he having memories of the fact that mm. he was mm. present with Ryak and Braytek yeah. when they got taken. And I'm like, why, why now when Tilk's in need? Like, is there some kind of psychic link between him and Tilk? They didn't really speak about that. It was just like, oh, now yeah, I'm remembering true. stuff. So.
3: Yeah. And it was so, they telegraphed that so early on when he sits down with Tilk. Oh, how's your son going?
0: Master. And
3: then master, and then I'm like, well, obviously that's Ryak. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah.
0: You know. Well, this leads into now something. Cooper added that bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need a voiceover. Yeah, the, <laughs> the editor. It's not. It's not coming through enough.
0: <laughs> this leads into something that I mentioned back in Full Circle. So if you like, when you watch this episode, you see that Daniel was there as Ascended Daniel, seeing it happen.
2: Yeah.
0: And they, they mention when they figure it out, it's like. Um, Braytac was captured three months ago. That was when they detected that little sort of signal coming through the alpha site gate. Mm. So Daniel was there. so j- all during full circle, it would have <laughs> like well, I get I get he had stuff going on. I get Daniel was really busy, but he couldn't have taken three seconds to go Ryuk's in boyryek and Braytac <laughs> have been captured. Um, here's the address. Go and save him. Uh, just- no, he
2: was too busy just pouting and mm. Sam.
0: Yeah, like he's, he was too worried about all these people on Abydos, but fuck Tilk's surrogate father and actual son who were being uh, tortured. I'm Too like... busy
3: translating a tablet wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was just like, oh, come on, Daniel. I mean, he did kind of beat himself up over it a little bit and, and Tilk forgave him at the end, but mm. I was just like, oh, I don't know, man. Actually not.
1: Like, did the, they spoke about that, right? That he could he didn't know how long ago the visions were from because we, at this point, we still don't know how long he was on that other planet or how long after he disappeared mm, it's in full circle moons. to the start of... Yeah, so, like, potentially it happened. Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I started thinking, like, is that when he was disappearing? To, like, that is that what we meant to believe? Is that what he was disappearing to when he I did I don't know if it necessarily it was
0: happening at exactly the same time, yeah. but it was at least three months. They said from, yeah. like, the, the moment um, Braytac pressed his little remote control and deactivated the the field. Yeah. That was three months from when this episode happened. So mm. three months ago Daniel was ascended. So he's obviously descended less than three months ago.
1: I did like that he um, actually started to blame himself, that like, he like, started to vocalize it. Like, if there would have been like a mm. can there or something, he would have kicked it. Because he was like, one <laughs> stage he's like, Argh! And they're like, what? Yes. Oh, it's just, this is all my fault. I mean, I was there and I did, I did nothing. Ah, oh, damn me. Damn, ascended Daniel. Mm, naughty. And they're like, well, it's, not, it's not your fault, bro. You're naughty.
0: I was there. I saw the whole thing happen. Nothing I could do. Just watch. Powerless to interfere.
1: Here,
2: a coded energy signal was received and recorded through the Alpha Site gate three months ago.
1: Hey, good old Carter. She's not like going. Nah, you're you're right. She's like, yeah, as long as you know you're a piece of shit. Anyway, yeah, she's computer. like, I'm not
0: I'm not taking part in this pity party. I'm actually going to solve the f- problem that you couldn't do with yeah, you, you. This all powerful ascended yeah. being. You still
3: haven't been excited to say hello to me since we <laughs> since we saw each other again ever.
1: You know what Reese is waiting for? him do that. Oh damn, it was my fault. I wish I could have done something. And someone would just go. Jonas would have done
2: something. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of kicking the can, Mitch, I think you might
1: li- know this one. Yeah! Yes, I was thinking of that when I did <laughs> that, Is that the room before. Uh, what? Is that the room? No. no. no? Um, Lord of the Rings. Aragon. Aragon. Ah. He actually broke his toe when he did that. <sighs> yeah, That's why that scream was so real. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Two towers. He That's thought he'd one. lost the two hobbits. Yeah. No, this is number two. <laughs> the two <towers.
2: laughs>
3: In the fun gone forest. So Daniel <laughs> talks gone. about, uh, you know, I sh- sh- maybe I've got some stuff to do, you know, being ascended. Maybe I didn't want to come back here because I was, you know, had the possibility of doing the greater good, blah, blah, blah. We figure out he's just been going back and forth between people that he knows just to watch them when they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like he's watching Braytac and Ryak getting slaved. He's watching Jack getting, uh, you know, as a prisoner. Yeah. In Baal's ship, watching he's, he's watching in the shower. I was gonna say he's watching Tokra <laughs> masturbate
1: on the ground, <laughs> but doesn't even after they leave like, the doors open, they're just like, Does anyone want to yeah. watch."
3: <laughs>
1: Jackson will probably Hello? be in there
3: somewhere, but what greater good has he been doing? He hasn't been doing mm. anything. We, we, we flash back and we see They're how.
0: experiencing fa- the universe.
2: No, he hasn't.
3: He has ex- you know. Because that, we haven't seen it. Well, mate. he's
0: been experiencing it. He's just been doing anything about it.
3: Yeah, what's yeah. the greater good of being ascended?
0: Yeah. Well, and that was something that I had written down here. I was like, well, it Free gets. Free porn. It gets. To, <laughs> mate, you get that Live now. Live porn. You <laughs> can get that. <laughs> yeah. We well, <you> can literally. with <laughs> yeah, that. this is now.
2: 1998 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 2003. But yeah, it really
1: does make you reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. He wasn't <laughs> waiting for do- dollar. I'd rather be dead and ascended. Gonna have to sit here and wait. The for this shit.
3: You can watch it and talk on the phone at the same time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the annoying thing about dial up was like you see the picture of the girl and it goes line by line, code by code, and you're like, oh yeah, there's the titties, and then down to the navel, still going. You said shit, this, I was gonna let him go. Damn it, restart. I gonna not him go. I was
0: gonna
2: let him go. I know. I waited to just before the punchline. And yeah. then you get to the navel, and then you get to the vagina, and like,
0: god damn, I thought it
2: was gonna be a cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kept it fresh there. Let That's the good. Switch. Yes, well yeah. You let kept let that the fresh. Switch. But, you yeah, know, it really does make you think, oh, like, would you ascend, given the option, if the others are going to be watching and you're not allowed to actually do anything and make any change for good, it's like, well, what's the point? It mm. you know? works
1: in mysterious ways. Mm. Well, yeah, if you
3: had to... <laughs> Like we said, if you wanted to watch live porn, that's the only good thing about ascending. <laughs> yeah, that ascending, and also if you get circa blown circa up 1998,
0: by 1998 But ascending circa 2019. Mm. I mean, what else? What you know? I mean, we've got Uber Eats now. What? We're basically ascended.
3: Yeah, there'd be two. There'd be two things that uh, you know, two conditions that I, I would I would ascend as long as Anubis blew my whole planet up and I could take my soccer ball, <laughs> then I'd be I'd go ascension. No worries.
0: Would you what what kind of what kind of ascended sweater would you wear? Do you think?
3: Oh, birthday suit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so What's the point of being you invisible start, if you're not going to be naked? You start appearing to people, and they're yeah. like, "Can you put some clothes on?" Like, I know you're trying to help me out here, get out of jail and shit, but yeah, you're just I can moving see your, your little moldy dick, man. No, really moving nice. your hips
3: from side to side, your dick slapping on each thigh. Uh, no, it's not.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, poor bloody Bray has had a couple a rough bloody couple of months. The last time we saw him. He was, like, dead on a beach with Teal'c swapping symbiotes. Yeah. And, obviously, it's only been a little time since then. He's then been captured and then has spent the last three months being tortured on <laughs> bloody Erebus.
3: Having to put up with Ryak telling him he's shit. Oh,
0: wouldn't that be the worst part? <laughs> oh, man. Like, if you're going to be captured and forced into, <laughs> like, forced sl- uh, servitude, it's like, oh, at least just get rid of that kid. Yeah. like <laughs>
3: When <laughs> when, um, when Tilk interrupted him. No, don't kill my son, take me. Braytax like fuck I've been trying to get him murdered for
1: three months.
0: <laughs> I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been looking like shit so he's gonna kill one yeah. of us. I don't care if it's me I just don't want to be Braytax just like sitting at home just, just sitting in his tent just going like. Man, I wish that kid was on Tritonin so I could steal it, <laughs> and then he'd run out before I do. Well, how much
3: tritonin does he carry with him if he's been there for yeah, three, three months? Three
0: months worth. And what's, mm. where's he
1: keeping? Is he shelving that? Like surely, oh, have to you be. know
2: where he is. It's up his Orpheus. Well,
1: yeah, well, that's,
0: it. Well, under
2: his, that's under his, his helmet. A, that's why
1: it's
3: called that,
2: isn't well, it? Obviously. <laughs> anything,
0: well, there's nothing
2: in his pouch
3: <laughs> anymore. I was about
0: to say if he's like Teal, he's got an empty pouch. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's oh, a yeah. whole handbag right there. <laughs> oh, there, <laughs> there you go. Heaps of canisters. He's got that. He's got some tissues, you know. He's got some lip balm in
1: there. Yeah, I think when you when you think about Ryak the way that we do, the line where Tealk asks O'Neill to look after him takes in a whole new meaning. Yeah. Because mm. he says, you know, if anything should happen to me, I want you to care for Ryak. And he's like, Oh, buddy, come on. Um yeah. surely yeah. Bray takes it. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. It won't come to that. And then <laughs> like Tilk walks away and Daniel's doing that like look down, <laughs> but looked sideways out of the top of his eyes, like, what? Ooh. And he goes, What? It's his son. And it's like I get what you meant by that. It's like I'm not... That's his son. It's his father and son. I'm not going to take away that bond. I'm not going to say that it's okay that I do that, but watching it from a point of view that Ryak's a little bitch and we don't like him yet, <laughs> is that he goes... You're going to look after my son. And he's like, oh, no, it's not going to come to that. And Daniel's like, why? And he goes, it's his son. Are you kidding me? Have you seen that boy? It's not his son. The him. only time
3: Your Jack's son. had anything to do with him is when he's trying to kill everyone with those fake teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't looking after that little shit. I think he pats yeah. his head occasionally. I yeah. totally
0: didn't get that line, the it's his son line. I didn't get that at all. I was like, I,
3: yeah, I, I was know. like, what does he mean what by that? that? Yeah. Because yeah.
2: Daniel's like, you're looking after a kid? And he's like, it's his son. Leave him alone.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not a bad read on it. Yeah, that's the way yeah, I I'd saw buy it. That.
3: As in, he doesn't have a good track record of looking after kids. Is that what you mean? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Charlie, like, Charlie, Charlie
2: like <laughs> like, when the government lets you do that. You got a P ninety now, bro. <laughs>
0: I mean, you look at Charlie, Don't Charlie walk into a two point oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that Merrin kid that lost all his memories, like he doesn't have yeah. a good track record with kids. No. So yeah,
3: Jack two point hey, yeah, yeah, Jack, 2. Here's nine, school, yeah. don't call.
0: Yeah, go be a sexual predator, you'll be fine. <laughs> hey, I'm totally What else
3: does a young boy want to be? <laughs>
0: he was 2 weeks old, leave him alone. <laughs> He's
3: just in his bloody straps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally vindicated though. Remember when we were talking about the jello and I had this weird thing where I just had this stupid OCD thing about the jello diced in the in the cups. Yeah. <laughs> well, lo and behold, Teal's in his bed and O'Neil is brought in jello set in cups. Vindicated.
2: No you're not cuz yeah, you're so. talking about putting weren't you talking about putting it in trays or something? <laughs> well that was right. No
0: that's what they're doing. They're putting it in trays and then cutting it up into cubes and putting it in the glass. Whereas right. the jello that Teal had was set in little plastic cups. And I'm like why yeah. don't they have that in the commissary?
3: Too much plastic, mate. Gotta save the world. Mm. Don't kill turtles, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't want those those um glass. Oh, maybe that's the the, the darker edge of it. Is they didn't want to give Teal'c the glass sort of you know flutty oh, thing because he was upset and they thought he might break and off himself. And that's why they had to give him jello in plastic cups. That's the dark underbelly of you see? He'd have
3: to go right up his arm, wouldn't he? Oh, he like a staff blast didn't yeah. kill him. <laughs>
2: He's on Tritonin so it just heals yeah. as he's cutting along. <laughs> ah! God, God
3: damn it.
0: Like double the dose. Uh, you do that big main artery in your leg or whatever it is that you can bleed out in like two, set, two minutes. Yeah. Or two I, gotta, I gotta be honest and I feel bad the way
1: that you started all this off, Reese. I, I, yeah, I didn't really dig this episode. I, I found it actually a little bit Oh, yeah. It was a little bit boring. I don't know, just for the first four, I'm like, this is by far my least favourite of the four episodes so far this season. And I don't even know what it is because I love Braytech. Anything with Braytech is immediately better. Braytech mm. yeah. plus Jafar Rebellion on Minus any Ryuk. level. But yeah, maybe it was the
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Rayak has a, the emblem on his head. When did
2: he get that? He's always had it. He's
0: always had has, it he? has he? Yeah. Just a black one? He's just got, like, yeah, an in yeah, yeah. one. Into- he doesn't Ooh, have a gold don't, one. Black. Don't be racist black. about it,
3: but <laughs> <laughs> he's had an emblem. I said it. Just to- I Mate, just said emblem. I didn't say what
0: colour it was. He's got a black one, so
3: he's <laughs> no, Oh, okay. So he's had that since he was a kid? Yeah. yeah. Maybe
0: yeah, they've okay. maybe now that he's an a- more cl- closer looking to an adult, they've given him, like, a bigger one or it's changed position on his head or something, so you've noticed it more. Yeah.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't really notice it when he was a kid, I guess. Cause, and then I was like, has he had that after... Bloody Apophis was killed. That's weird.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, Mitch, what? if if you didn't like that, it sounds like you could have been part of Bishway. Bishway. Bish, oh, Bish. Did you get a second <laughs> one?
1: Bishway.
3: <laughs> Bishway. That bitch.
0: Um. So if anyone hasn't heard, this is uh Bishwat. So because I love <laughs> season seven so much, I'm gonna find it really hard to be subjective and objective about this season. Mm. So I trolled the internet to find some negative reviews uh, for the season seven episodes. This one goes, uh, one of those super lame episodes where the captors stand around, pause, look ready and get beaten up. The captors and enslavers rush with their weapons running towards the slaves, but the slaves actually use their weapons that they just took from the aforementioned loser guards to shoot them. Oh, That
3: was a great little shot, wasn't it? It
0: (laughs) Captors don't use weapons. Slaves use the weapons and score hits. Captors wear armor that is useless. Why? The white guy works with the black guy, etc. Why? This just took a dark turn. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh, your review, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Super lame. Three out of ten. Wow. I, I,
2: I have to agree. I didn't. The first twenty minutes was a bit annoying because yeah, it's just Tilk whinging. Yeah,
0: it did. Yeah, I think that's. It's, and and I struggled it was, to recover from that. Yeah, yeah, and
2: then it was a lot of that Jonas kind of prophecy show. Mm. To me, it was like half of that. It was like Daniel going, "Oh, I ever think." You're know, trying to remember something really important, ah, uh, forget it.
0: Mm. Uh, maybe maybe I'll yeah. try Kelner reaming with Tilk and that'll help. Yeah. The, the best yeah. bit for me
3: Teal's was like Oi, I don't do this anymore. Yeah,
2: but
0: let's
3: just try let's it because you know yeah. it's just a way for me to remember something that they, they couldn't write anything else. the
2: only okay. good The only good bit for me was when Jack's like, we need a distraction, think bigger, think bigger and bigger, and then they end up you know going to the ship, yeah, blowing up the the anti-gravity thing. And then the ship falling—that was the coolest bit. And mm. then they shoot the the guys on the hill. They kept running up the hill. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what they yeah, aimed think, the guns.
0: I think in a way it pipes. could have almost been two separate. Epi- it kind of felt like two episodes mashed together in a way. In like you could have had like a whole episode <laughs> of just Teal dealing with. The trauma, like dealing with and recovering and all that kind of stuff. We need some in
3: the bottom seven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could have, if you like those, you know, psychological character studies, that could have gotten really interesting. In the same way, there was, um, what was that one from season four when he was breaking his brainwashing and stuff like that? They could have done a whole episode like that. And they could have done a whole episode of the action, bang, bang, saving, you know, saving Braytac and Ryak and liberating all these new Jafar rebels and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they kind of sort of meshed them together and then they used all the, the action at the end for Tilk to get his mojo back from his depression during the first half. So it was there, but I think, yeah, it could have used maybe another five minutes to just kind of flesh out some of that stuff. So it didn't, some of it felt a bit rushed, mm. but I still, I love this episode.
1: I think to where it lost me a bit was the the chief guard, like the, the, <clears throat> oh, the bleach blonde hair, yeah, yeah. Jafar guy, because like he just didn't sell his position very well. He's like,
0: <laughs> you don't work, you'll die kill him yeah. um, and I'm like dude play, mate I don't know yeah. you you couldn't Well that's in the work lunch experience guy? Yeah, he's just yeah, a, yeah. he's just a cranky middle management kind of guy, just if hates you don't his know job. where
2: you work, you die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
3: I just got lost. Doesn't matter. This guy wasn't standing in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing. I'm like, whoa this guy's harsh." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like I've had was, bad bosses before, but this guy. He
0: was definitely overcompensating for a lap pinky, I reckon. Like he was just like trying to be all big and and mighty and he just
3: lap pinky?
0: A lap pinky. A, a, a stinky dick. A little tiny dick.
3: Oh, we all... Oh, yeah, we've all been there. A lap pinky. Um, I noticed that SG-1 didn't start backing up Tilk and um, bloody Ragnar when they got tortured. It was only just when Tilk was about to die, yeah. and they still didn't shoot.
0: They're like, ah, oh, Tilk can go through. I mean, he's just been all through that rehab... Of getting like a staff blast with his stomach, he can handle a little bit of torture. Yeah. Be all right. like For me, it was like, um,
2: Tilk says to Jack, Incursion is the only way we can go forward, O'Neill. And Jack's like, Well, not really, but it's your son, so do whatever the hell you want. I'm staying here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, his like infiltrate failed. the camp. Yeah. Yeah. And his plan yeah. failed, and he's like, All right, now let's do it properly,
1: people. And when he tried to say, This is the way we're going to do it, it was about what, 60 seconds screen time after he said to O'Neill, I still don't know whether I'm up to coming along on this thing. I don't know whether <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't know whether I'm gonna be a hindrance to yeah. basically pull my ass up if I start getting out of the line later on. La, la, he's like, "This is what we should do." He's
0: like, oh, "That's fucking stupid." Yeah, sure, tilt. Let's do it. Mm. Like, dude, that, take her ass. I thing wish they'd like, let more into that.
1: Why? Why was that white-haired
2: guy so trigger happy? And then all of a sudden they have intruders And he just tortures them, chucks them back in the tent to rest
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> Maybe he wants to bring the Sholva to Anubis
0: Yeah, isn't that what it was? It was like no, he wanted yeah, to I torture guess. the Sholva and Why has he put them back were, in the tent with the others? They were Baal people, right? Were they Baal
1: people? Yeah Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah right Still, bald.
0: But I thought he was like All the hate him, right? I thought he wanted to torture him and then let him recover So he could be well enough for him to torture him again Like They didn't have a sarcophagus to throw him in Oh,
1: classic Apophis move, that one Yeah. Plus, no, he, he
3: looked strong. strong, he could work yeah, that's true. Right. Um, yeah, because um, Baal is now the the leader of the United Alliance of <laughs> the System Lords.
1: Oh, don't get,
0: alert
3: the UASL, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs> don't get yeah. used to that. I think that's the one and only time this is yeah, mentioned. That surprised me. That yeah, I was, like, what what? I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what? There's trooper
1: in here with a pen. I was like, what's script? <laughs>
3: yeah. Everything needs a name. <laughs> so from here on out, do they are they all following him, or are you just only hear from Baal?
0: Much, <clears throat> any humor from Baal, I guess. No, it's predominantly. You'll see stuff. Yeah, we'll
3: see how we go. <laughs> You'll see.
2: You'll see.
0: How did you feel about the uh, the gym scene? Just everyone just pumping. Except everyone except for Jack, just pumping iron. <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> it was a weird. It was a weird way for them oh, to like, be hanging out. Yeah, like
1: Carlo getting stuck into it, like mm. and just like but having a full on in depth con- like mission conversation while she's in the gym. And got Jim hair. Jim hair. We all oh, noticed yeah. that. She Another hairstyle. Casu- the casual Jim hair. But like, is this the first occurrence of um, Sleeveless Daniel, or is this just... I think
0: it might be. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. that's when I should have known. If I hadn't read the credits, that's when you know it's a yeah. episode, because I like used to. there's a lot of um, uh, beefy... Beefcake. You... Beefcake. A lot yeah, of beefcake beef going on. It's a wonder he stuck Carter in there at all. It's like, <laughs> you're just getting in the way of all the sweaty uh, men that I've got on screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> t- Was she talking t-
2: about War of the Worlds or Signs? Signs.
1: Signs, I reckon, right.
2: So they fly halfway across the galaxy in a highly advanced spaceship but they don't use their technology to take over the planet. You know what their weakness turned out to be? Water. I mean, if that's true, why go to all the trouble to invade a planet that's two-thirds water? Not to mention the rain.
0: Why do you watch those movies if all you're going to do is cut them up?
2: Come on, don't you occasionally like to see if they're getting it anywhere close to right?
0: Yeah, that's got to be science, doesn't it? Because that was water. War of the Worlds was like... It's um, the same thing. Uh, a virus or something, wasn't it? Wasn't there? Like-
2: no, they drink. Oh, well, probably yeah. But I think in the Tom Cruise one, which was probably later anyway, mm, he was drink- drinking out yeah. of the lake and shit. Oh! I don't
0: remember that. But
2: yeah, I think you could be right. the ori- The original cereal was probably like a virus. Mm.
1: I mean, was spoiler alert not a thing in two thousand three? Because Carter just gave out the. An ending of that movie. <laughs> so well, I guess like, she didn't did, say what movie it was. Yeah, but. no, so but I feel like out. we've did come two thousand three. Yeah, like I feel that they've already said, established what movie. Maybe not if he has what he watched those movies. But I'm like, you're just giving out the twists of a yeah. Shyamalan movie, yeah. no. like yeah. his third feature film. Like he's still <laughs> yeah. the guy about the twist. Yeah. He hadn't. That's he weird. hadn't become like the punchline Shyamalan by that stage. But I guess he if was, you're
3: a big enough sci-fi fan to watch Stargate, you're probably going to watch songs. oh no I mean in world yeah.
1: I mean purely in world like Samantha Carter telling Daniel Jackson and anyone else in the gym the end right. the oh, of yeah. film he's been dead he's still trying to figure out his memories so yeah. he's not going to he's, he's not, not he's, yeah he's got too yeah. much to do he's just, not going to yeah. he watched
3: graphics. it when he was ascended he yeah. Yeah. didn't <laughs> remember it
0: Dan- Daniel only goes to IMAX to watch documentaries <laughs> yeah. so he's not going to watch a uh, mainstream film he's there watching documentaries eating popcorn then
1: talking about ancient Egypt
0: wrong
3: yeah. oh man <laughs> imagine watching a movie yeah. like that with him oh, oh Jesus
0: <laughs> hey so I was listening to the audio commentary and there's this weird um there's a standards and practices thing that Peter Dudley's had to work around. So when Jack was looking through his um his little scope, like and checking things out, standards and practices wouldn't let the crosshair linger on someone's head. Wow. Right, I was wondering because about it was that? an insinuation that it was going to be a headshot. So they had to kind of shoot it and and change the frame a little bit so that yeah, like a chest shot, like the crosshair's on a chest, fine, or mm. an arm, whatever. But like insinuating a headshot, no, nah, standards and practices wouldn't allow it. Wow. Mm.
2: Yeah, because I was thinking that about Riak because it was intentionally not even on his body mm. when when O'Neill's aiming mm. at him to see him. Yeah, because yeah, well, that makes sense anyway. But and when he was sho-
3: when he was shooting the Jafar, you notice the the bullet sort of makes the spark at their stomach. I thought that um, O'Neill was going for the for the symbiote shot just to to Ooh. make sure they do die. But just and the, slowly, and <laughs> just so Google Teal can't well. go. Oh,
0: yeah. I want to get a symbiote back and get rid of the tetran. like, no, we killed them all. We killed yeah, them yeah. all. Yeah.
3: Shut them dead in the head. Dead. Um. And at the end, Jackson was like, "Oh, I feel like I just really belonged the whole time I was in it. Before five fucking yeah. seasons, six seasons, I never felt like I really belonged anywhere. And right now, I do. See so like oh, that year that he spent,
1: up, on um. <laughs> Line, what's the Abydos. Abydos. So the year he spent on Abydos <laughs> the people that he got to know, yeah. teach them a language, learn a language, learn history, in. met the love of his life before he met several others. Mm. You know, what, he never felt like he belonged there. Got them all yeah. murdered. Shut so up, obviously not. He was... he l- he opened that Stargate immediately, and just
2: was waiting for Jack to throw a tissue box or Apophis <laughs> to come and kill them all. Like he didn't care at that, that point. You know, I'm just gonna unbury that Stargate, see what happens. <laughs> well, for the
0: first, I need some tissues For the first couple of years, like his his raison d'être was like, oh, I need to find Shara I need to find Shara Midway through season three, she's dead, and he's like, oh, I need to find her son. I need to find her son. End of season three, Shifu ascends with Omar. So it's like, yeah, what was Daniel doing for all of season four and five? Mm. What mm. was his motivation? So
1: trying to get out of his contract, like <laughs> <effect>. <laughs> yeah. he wanted
0: to yeah. ascend, obviously. Yeah,
1: should have
3: left him on torment of Tandalus planet.
2: My favourite bit was the pep talk that Jack was meant to give to Tilk. Yep, you're right. Not exactly peppy.
1: Oh, what'd you
3: want
0: me to say to the guy? He's lost his confidence. I think he was looking for you know, to reinstill something. Well, if he really has lost his mojo, there's nothing I can say that's going to get it back for him. Mojo? <laughs> mojo. The libido, the life force, the essence, the right stuff. <laughs> what the French call a certain... I don't know, I don't know what... <laughs> Colonel O'Neill has officially informed me that I have my mojo
1: back. Good, baby! Very good! <laughs> that
0: was Daniel. Man. That was so crazy. It was one of his first memories to come back with his Austin Powers references. Uh, <laughs> he's like, my wife's name's Chara, and very good. <laughs> See, my favourite bit was um, was Daniel doing his translating. What's this? Uh, he's dressing that warrior down. I do the bidding of ball, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Paraphrase. Kelmatokim. You're poison, you're cursed by the wearer of horns, you're sloppy. Oh
1: Raka Now for crying out loud.
0: I love they brought that back. That was back in season three when Tilk said that to Cronus, Kelmatokim. which is cursed by the wearer of horns. Which apparently is a really massive burn in ancient Gould or whatever it is. Yeah, right. I yeah. felt like that Jafar
1: leader, Blondie, he said Cree a lot more than we've heard of Jafar say oh, that yeah. in seasons. Yeah. Like he he's, it's like he's more aware than anyone else that Cree means a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Cree, 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 Cree. Cree. Cree.
3: Three of the Jafar's name was Cree, that's all. <laughs> no wonder
1: they lost the battle. I thought he was saying something else. Cree, Cree. Uh, I did Cree. I Creed. No, I was uh, talking to the other Cree. I didn't Cree. Uh.
0: I did like the, um, uh, the Three Musketeers moment where you've got Braytac, Ragnor and Teal, all kind of that standing shot where it all zooms and They all mm. kind of flip their staff weapon in a different way and fire. All, all you needed was like little Ryak because a D'Artagnan down the bottom, just with his Zat gun at the bottom <laughs> or something like that, just to finish it off.
3: Yeah, that was a pretty sweet shot. I think that's what your bad reviewer was saying.
0: Oh, yep, yep, yep.
3: Talking at the end. But yeah, I, I love that. Like you just have him running straight at him and then yeah, it's like, yeah, shot. I yeah. got this shit. Like we're we're pretty well in charge right now.
1: Yeah, boom. But I actually rewound that a couple of times because the, I think out of I I, the corner of my eye, I'm like, is that Rayak And I'm like, no, 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 someone far cooler. Yeah, it's <laughs> <fun."> <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I was like waiting, <laughs> waiting. Man. He's like ten meters away, eight meters away, six. And it's like. And now, point like boom three yeah. in the face. Yeah. I'm like, that is Braveheart so cool. like, hold! <laughs> hold now. That's Reese's one. That's his
0: <laughs> classic
2: Jafar, though. I do love it. How when Jack, uh, sorry, Daniel and Sam go up to the ring, ring up to the ship, and there's just no Jafar there. And even yeah. when the, the ring they walk past, they didn't hear the rings. Mm. Next minute, they go and plant the C4 on an unguarded Peltac, come back, and then there's like half a dozen dudes just in the ring ring yeah, room.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. What, mm. they, what, were they they on change, lunch? They were changing shift? shift, yeah. It takes a while to get from one side of the ship to... It's a mother ship, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Plus
0: it's the little um, anti-grab <laughs> thing, which is its own little corridors. They've got a lot to deal with, mate.
3: Yeah. And it's a new ship, so they would have got lost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they they think they're so... Finally, the Gua world are actually doing something... Right, and they do their own, like, iris. They've got their own force field iris finally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, finally, and then we just. Take oh, care yeah, of I that. guess that's
2: true. But wouldn't they be on high alert because they took out
0: the Jafar at the gate? They may not have known.
3: Yeah, surely someone been was killing them. there an eye for, for
0: hours, though. Mm. Well, they I don't s- radio
3: in. I yeah,
0: guess the same... They just don't blow the horn. Uh, ble- brum, brum. Blow a horn if
3: you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they must <laughs> have <laughs> <been> <laughs> got a chance to blow the horn.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> everyone, in, everyone in inside plan. the ship is inside like a like a soundproof airtight spaceship, so yeah. they can't hear the yeah. horns. They
3: can't hear over the engines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you hear something? I don't know. Someone probably farted. It's the gravity but thing.
0: My thought also <laughs> of um, when, um, when you see the flashback and you see Braytac... Um, Being captured He was in like His full armour With his cape And stuff like that So it's like Surely he wasn't Captured and put to work And then he's Organised a rebellion And escaped And got all all the way To the gate And managed to get All his gear on So I'm wondering If maybe his idea Was to Liberate all those Jafar And maybe Him and Ryak And a few others Actually arrived on Like a cloaked cargo ship And were trying to Like rescue people And take them out Through the gate Or something like that
2: Weren't they trying To get out in the flashback They were trying to Get out through the gate And then they Yeah
0: but what I'm saying is, is Bray-tack is in like his full armor and cape and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like if he was, if he'd already been captured, surely he wouldn't be allowed to keep all his armor and his cape. Yeah, and I assume no. he
2: just went into the camp, got them, and then they were on their way out and they got busted.
3: Yeah, that's oh, what that I thought. Because how they went, how uh, who was it O'Neill or someone was saying, oh, that'd be a good planet to go get some soldiers for the Jafar rebellion. Yeah, I assume they went in there, maybe talked to a couple of them and said, "Oi, yeah, we'll, we'll come back for you or something like that, and then went to go back out the gate. And then that's when they got captured.
0: Yeah, but my point is, is how would how did Braytac get there? If there's an Irish protecting the Stargate, he couldn't have gated, yeah, he point. couldn't have gated in.
3: Yeah, okay. So yeah. he
0: either would have had to have let himself get captured to well, get, no. as his way to get in and then escape, or like I was saying, have a cloaked cargo ship and land land on yeah. the planet somewhere, but then decide to evacuate as many people as possible because that was the Stargate. Um,
2: that's what that was the intel we got from Daniel because he saw that in the vision that that Braytac had that that he used
3: yeah. on the yeah, DHT. It, yeah, yeah, but but it, how did Braitech get onto that planet?
2: Well, he used that to get on and then no, to he, get off. No, he
0: took that off the Jafar. Remember, once once they secured the off gate, he took it off the wrist of the oh, of right. the Jafar, yeah. and that's how he deactivated the um, mm. the iris thing. I think. Koopa! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my sort of headcanon is yeah, he either allowed himself to get captured or he just landed on a cloaked cargo vessel, but decided I he left could, it there. Yeah, he could take more people through the um through the gate. Oh, yeah. To the Alpha site, then he could sort of load up the cargo ship Bad and try move. and get out of all Yeah, it. a, those or cargo guess,
2: ships are
3: pretty big. Mm. Yeah, like I oh, just put a couple of branches over it, mate. Should be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose.
0: Then the other thing I suppose is if they did have a cloaked cargo ship when they did get captured, why don't they just run away and find it again? So, yeah, yeah true. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I saw him in Bredek.
2: No, as well. I mean, we shot that on sixteen millimeter. Normally, the show shot on thirty five millimeter, and then. We uh, also did a little bit of forced processing, for those who might know what that is. And that was just an attempt to get a lot of contrast and a lot of grain
0: in the image, something that seemed a little more removed from reality, something that existed perhaps only in memory. Try to imagine, if you will, that you're a filmmaker and you're having to show the audience an image that is not completely a flashback and not completely a dream, but fragments of a memory of when you had some sort of omniscient uh, perspective. That's of- what I got out of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly I that. what I got out of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about Peter DeLuise. like You just don't expect him to go that deep into it. But he loves his work. Yeah,
1: I was waiting for a poop joke there at some point. <laughs> no. It's
3: time for the Get Into gate. Hairy Mailbag. Uh, Laurie Steinle, <laughs> hashtag Lucifer, has got in contact with us on Twitter uh, Laurie says, totally up for an episode slash season slash series rewatch. After discovering the Get Into Gate podcast, I was inspired to rewatch the whole series near the middle of season two now, though this time round I'm watching on Prime and not my DVDs. Hashtag Stargate SG1. Ooh. Welcome. Welcome.
2: Got a couple of iTunes reviews here. This one is from. Oh, this is a five star review. I love this podcast from Ambatron. Five star review here off iTunes. Um, look, if you can give us an iTunes review, that's a huge help. Get the the a, word a five out. Five star podcast. one. Oh, obviously, It <laughs> just goes without saying. I mean, why would you log on if to you do less us, than a five star? I mean, if you give us a one, we'll spend at least ten minutes tearing you apart. At but least ten. <laughs> this one's from one, Ambatron. A lot longer off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ambatron writes: This is the best. And funniest Stargate podcast. I don't usually listen to podcasts, but this one holds my interest and has me laughing out loud at work. LOL. Nice done. I definitely recommend giving these guys a listen if you like Stargate or anything nerdy, sci fi related. Boom. Ambotron.
3: Sounds like a robot.
2: Ambotron? Oh, you're dead right there, Reese.
0: Hey, uh.
3: (laughs) Wouldn't mind an Amatron?
0: Subtle Mystery has got in touch with us. (laughs) Ambot. Sunil Mystery has Understood. got in touch with us and given us a new way to listen to Stargate, uh, to uh, get into Gate. He says, finally up to date with Get Into Gate, I've uh, I've been listening to the back catalogue of episodes at one and a half times speed.
3: Goo, is it to make Brendan sound interesting?
2: <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had that one up your sleeve for? I, 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 I literally just thought
0: about it. I don't believe you. That's kind of that's <laughs> kind of genius. Yeah, I,
1: I did that for a little while with a bunch of podcasts and I like went away for, I think, two weeks and I just... Because oh, I listened there's like... Probably ten podcasts, ten hour long podcasts. I listen to every week. So I just, if I fall mm. behind, I'm like, well, i am got to make them up. And I did it like twice you. the speed. And it's very, very wow. strange when you go back to listening to people talk yeah. at normal speed. It sounds wrong. Although I was one of those podcasts I was listening to yesterday. A guy watches his streaming. He said some services don't have, like Netflix might not have it, but Hulu or something in the states. I don't know. He watches his TV in like 1.5, one po- like 1.9 speed. Not even two, oh. 1.9. Yes, like, yeah. Alvin and the Chipmunks, oh. non-stop. What does He's he like, do with the
3: rest of his spare time?
0: Watch his <laughs> porn at two times a speed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel as bad when you get through half the movie before you come.
2: Mate, you always skip to the best bits. Come on. Absolutely. But most uni lectures are... Recorded now, so all the students play them at 1.25 the speed and don't bother going.
3: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It's way smarter. Why do they even have lectures then? Just send it out on a
2: podcast. Because they have to make money somehow on parking. There's
3: they do. E- <laughs> Everyone needs a, a certificate at the end of their four years, so that's how they make their money. Yeah.
0: There's an episode of Scrubs where, like, the teacher walks into a lecture and there's like just an empty room, and then there's one nerd sitting in the middle, and every other room just has little uh, tape recorders on it. So when he walks in, <laughs> it's that one guy's he Just starts running around pressing record <laughs> on every single one of them. <laughs>
3: It'd be hilarious if there was just one guy in the lecture theatre, he's just still sitting
2: up the back row,
3: (laughs) so you have to use the microphone. Just not paying
0: attention, just like playing Angry Birds. And they're looking at their phones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Five star review here, Poop Physics from Maury. Oh, I thought Poop Physics was their screen name, and I
0: was like, this is perfect.
2: Marina 36 from the United States, one of the great states. Absolutely. United States. United. In-depth discussions of the physics of using a wormhole as a latrine. What's not to love? Absolutely. I never thought
0: that would have the traction that it did.
2: Oh, I always knew that, baby. (laughs) That's when
0: we really took off. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know who we were until that episode. (laughs) Wasn't it Lincoln that brought it up too? Probably. (laughs) Well, they talk about other things too.
2: Love getting the additional perspectives of someone who isn't already a fan of the show. I believe that's Mitch. And <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Keep up the great work, guys. Well, Thanks, thank you. Marina. And we, we will
3: endeavour to keep up the good work. The
2: great work. The great Oh,
0: work, I, can, I can commit to good. I don't know if I can commit to great.
2: <laughs> and finally, a five-star review, Funniest Around by Ali Jards from the United States. With Just a Z. With a Z. Moking with the states over here, mate. Uh, the funniest Stargate podcast oh, yeah. around and really well produced. Is that a joke?
3: Don't. That's a, that's a G <laughs> is that, up. Is that post-season
0: five? <laughs> <laughs> which, <laughs> which part? Ali or Ali. Yeah. Very listen- sarcastic. Been
2: listening since the first <laughs> season. Only gripe is that lately, a huge chunk of the episode is devoted to reading reviews. Oh, we'll skip this one. <laughs> well, okay, you're adding to the problem here. Yeah, well- <laughs> <laughs> I, even- I, w- <laughs> I wish they'd spend more time on the episode. Don't
1: know what you're talking about, Ali, yeah. to be totally honest. Well, oh, I think in fairness, when we did do that, we did like probably a couple of episodes, they were pretty... Terrible episodes well, And we thought no, Let's we- not
0: talk about a shit episode Let's just talk about How good we are Because we never disappoint <laughs> We did it for all of season 6 Because we had to find a way To get through season 6 That's that's what well, we added the mailbag every, every week
3: I see this podcast As not only a podcast To listen to But also a podcast To be on so if you want to be on the show get in contact write a five star review we will not read out three stars or below uh, and we'll be lucky if we read out a four star yeah. <laughs> but yeah by all means it's it's by, it's for people to jump on and be, actually be on the show get a mm. shout out
0: and I think our episodes have gotten longer. When we don't add mailbag, they're about a 40-minute episode. Yeah, that's when we, true. When we it's have added mailbag, yeah. we're consistently over an hour now, I think, mm. most of the time. Mm. So I think all in all, you kind of get... I, I do miss the big mailbags. Where we can just get really loose and, and do whatever we want. But
2: Like a full extra podcast. Yeah,
0: like the big, you know, hour-long just mailbag specials. Yeah, you know, I guess so. And um,
2: if you don't like them, then you can just skip that. But... Yeah,
0: because we can tend to do a lot of the longer-form stuff, like where people can post questions and we can go off on about it for 10 or 15 minutes. We can't really do that in one of these... Um, one of these mm. mailbags, bags, but um, we just we just fly also off the, the quality of mail is
3: really
2: skiff, this really skimpy at the moment. <laughs>
0: what? Look, I mean, really so slippery. much of
2: the mailbag's so full, we have to empty it every
1: recording session. Uh.
0: Yeah, we're just really bad at managing our time, so. We kind of just throw stuff in, and Absolutely. we're too
1: busy really producing the show. Oh, tell you
0: what, those, <laughs> those pre-show meetings just get go on and, and on yeah. and on. And like
2: Reese's theory, if this was a one-star review, still with the same thing, yeah, still, still be works. happy. You know what, Ali's,
1: my, Ali might be our smartest. Uh, listener, writer, iner, yet yeah, because she might have a real problem with the show. Thank in you. Yeah, absolutely, she up. might. Um, don't assume genders, mate. No, that's that's true. <laughs> Could be a writer, outer, you, you don't know. you don't know. Is that Could be Walid Ali? They, they have. They might have a massive problem with the show, but mm. their way of getting it across, but not being torn apart until now perhaps he's like he's yeah. a five star review but here's a problem i have rather than go yeah. one star because we'd be like whatever no one else is complaining. it's like five star it's like well you might have a point but we can't hate you Gone too the much you. Yeah.
0: Five stars. They, they, they didn't go full zoe on us so it's fine yeah.
2: no we're probably not nah. going to change though not offended uh, let's
3: get. go no, look, i think it's important for people to uh even if they don't agree with the uh the greater majority absolutely let us know yeah let us yeah, know if you guys we'll... would
0: prefer us to get rid of the mailbag and Big mail bags, you know, every half season or something. If that's what you prefer, let us know. We may yeah, not that's do true. it.
2: We'll probably just ignore that.
0: Yeah, we could, you know.
2: <laughs> but
0: the irony well, is, it'll, it'll add stuff to the mail bag, you see. That's true. So mm, you just, you, you just, know, yeah, it's the it. snake eating its own tail or whatever it is. Sucking that, its own that dick. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I should have said. Obviously, f- that, I should have read the room and gone to a dick sucking joke.
3: <laughs> Don't say a cliche if you're not going to change it, mate. <laughs>
2: It's time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Nothing. All right, five, five questions for five. you, Reese. Oh, okay. 30 seconds on the clock. You? Your time starts after this. In an attempt to sympathize, what color gelatin did Jack offer Tilk? Green. Correct. According to Daniel Jackson, Baal is now in control of what?
3: The UASL.
2: Yeah, I'll take that. How long did Jack Never. prepare in front of a mirror to give Tilk a pep talk? Oh. Two hours. That's incorrect. According uh. to Tilk, what does kek mean?
3: Uh, like weak or dead.
2: Correct. What does tekmate mean?
3: To- Hello, old friend or something. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. Welcome. Friends well met. Yeah.
2: And the last, how long did Jack talk in front of a mirror for? 20 minutes. It was an, an hour. hour, mate. I oh, said an hour. Yeah. I don't think you made it. <laughs> Can we get the playback on that? I, ha- I even <laughs> heard
3: the f***ing ding, bruh. You just
2: don't want to give it to me. You said two hours. But, um... <laughs> you asked me again. Yeah, Boom, dude. baby! I made the mistake of doing that. Apologies to all the listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all there right! Is. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. They're Everyone gets a prize.
3: Kind of took the shine off it there, Brennan. F***ing <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> Shine off what? The segment? Well, win. Oh, pff, no one cares about that. <laughs>
0: Trust me. <laughs> you did bring in something that I forgot to mention, though, is the is the kek. Kek meaning death and weakness. Mm. Back in first ones, Unas, in the Unas language, kekah. Doesn't that mean death? Ka means no, and kekar means, like, death, danger.
2: Danger, yeah.
0: So I like that little bit of continuity ke-ka. of the, the perhaps... No death, no danger. That the Guawuld and the, and the Unas living on that planet kind of almost yeah, the, spoke the same language, the and then as...
2: Being the uh, the first hosts, the gold have just yeah. taken that as a derivative
0: of yeah, the and that's gone into yeah, the, the of into <laughs> the <global> <laughs> language. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, it all means the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. No, I said F- you. <laughs> oh, my bad. Different dialects. <laughs>
1: All right, that's episode 137 of Get Into Gate Talk and Orpheus. We will be back next week to talk episode five of season seven, Revisions. Mm. Until then, you can uh, follow us uh, on socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Uh, drop us a line. And if you want to get up into our Orpheus, join us on Patreon. There we go, patreon.com forward slash get into gate. Just like... Just like these guys. Josh Cassidy... On oh, yeah. Onya yeah. JC Sundance kid JC oh, Dan Bannister <laughs> DB I got one of them in my hand oh, I two. was going
0: to say the Bannister There needs to be a stage Like sliding down the Bannister and so a, Slide uh, down his Bannister Yeah, slide Come down your Bannister, buddy a Brandon Brandon Resch, Resch. Bran. Brandon Brandon K- Resch uh, Reshk Captain, Captain Yosho uh,
1: It's R-E-S-C-H-K-E Yoshi R-E-S-C-H-K-E
0: K-E <laughs> K-E. <laughs> <laughs> K-E I don't know that I don't know <laughs> Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Welcome to my (laughs) Orpheus.
2: And thank
3: you
1: Mm. for joining the team. Anything that happens on from here on out, part of it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) you're legally involved. Individually, I am Mitch (laughs) underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie at Maddie. Brendan at the bren gibson. And Reese. I'm at the flying gibson. Catch back next week for more Get into Gay talking revisions. Get into
3: geek.